Hello everybody, welcome to Tell with Tutti and today I am with my amazing co-host Kevin Mumphrey. Say hi Hello. Kev. <laughs> Hello, yes I'm, I'm still here. <laughs> and, uh, and a wonderful, but I mean I'm telling you, I am so proud to introduce this girl because not only she is Latina, hello, she's Afro-Latina, she has done a lot in the industry, she has break one of the industries that is the toughest to break, which is Hollywood, and she's done it with an extensive work, like career projects, and she just recently directed her first movie, and... Oh my God, welcome everybody to Jessica Medina. Hi Jessica, how are oh, you? Thank you so much, thank you. I really appreciate it for the invitation. Thank you Kevin, thank you Susie. Oh my Lord. You know what Jessica, I always say, you know, it's so odd because you know, everybody is the stereotype of the Latina that they see is like, you know, I don't know. Salma Hayek. Jennifer Lopez, Salma Hayek. Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara. And it's, it's so unfair. Yes. Because, you know, let me tell you something that happened to me at the gym the first year that I came here to the United States. I approached with this lady, approached me at the gym, at the, um, you know, at the bathroom. And she's like, oh my God, you, you, you have a different look. You're so pretty. Where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm Colombian. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm Colombian. She gave me this weird look like. Like, you don't look. Yeah, I know like, the look. Like, I know the look. And he's like, but you don't look Colombian. I was so offended by that. I looked at her and I'm like, so how is Colombian supposed to look like? Look. That's exactly what I say to her. And she's like, ah, kind of like cheekity, like, you know, kind of like cheekity, smiling. Ah, you're so funny. It's like, no, like I am Colombian. And I just yeah. walk, out, walk out. And that is what we face here in America. Like people are not accustomed to see or acknowledge Afro-Latinas. Like, yes. hello. What? And you're in California. Right. Yes. What I was telling Kevin, though, that when I moved from Miami to L.A., well, mm-hmm. L.A., a lot of people are Mexicans, right? Yeah. So I used to get like you, like, oh, you're so pretty. You're so unique. And they used to call me unique looking. Wait, you have this unique look. So every time I used to go to an audition. Exotic. They to exotic or ethnically ambiguous. And I'm like, no, but I'm Latina. And they'd be like, you're Latina? I said, uh, yes, we're not supposed to just look like Salma Hayek or like Sofia Vergara, either Jennifer Lopez. We come in different colors, different skin care, everything, you know, yes. so. And it different was Different hair texture, different, different, you know, features, everything. Features, yes. So it was tough though, it was tough to break in into I moved to Alana and people are more accustomed to my look and everything. But in LA, Hollywood was not too like, what are you? Let me tell are you. Are you pretty though? I know, but, it's like, but I don't I don't have a box to put it. Yeah, but why do we have to feed ourselves in a box? Um, right? It's like, I, but yeah. I don't have, you know, I don't have a box to put you. Like, you are not, like, you're Latina, but what narrative am I going like, to, like, why am I going to say, what do you mean? Yes. There's so much history behind our, our skin tone. You know, if yes. you think about it, Afro-Latinas, we come not only 
in all variety of colors, variety of textures. You know, our hair texture is completely different. Our features are completely different, right? Yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's such an ambiguous beauty, but there's so many narratives. You know what is crazy? Right around Even that. from the Latin people, I used to get, okay, this is what I used to get. Tell me. And I just got it two months ago when I went to LA. I was in this Mexican supermarket, right? Yeah. And everybody's laughing and I started speaking Spanish because it's my Espanol, my Spanish. Uh-huh. And two people were like, oh, you speak Spanish. I'm like, wait a minute. I am Dominican. We speak Spanish. Yes, yes I'm laughing. Like, so you get that more in California than you would get in Atlanta? Well, and Atlanta is a little different, which is funny. And Atlanta is like, what are you? Wow. But what? That what are you kills me too, Jessica. Yeah, what are you? They don't get like. So they're more blunt with it. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like, my husband is Caucasian. My, my husband is white. But like, I get from both sides, like the Caucasian and, and the African-American. Like, so wait a minute. So you're not black, neither white. So what are you? I'm like, and you're not Latina, according to them. So what am I supposed to be? Like rock? Doing the math in their head, like this. Oh, no, no, they're thinking, question marks. They're thinking a bunch of, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to explain myself again and again over one point billion time. I'm just human. You know what I do now? I say I'm just human. Just like you. I actually That's have it. given that that answer. Yeah, to. I I don't have time to to teach you where I come from and start explaining. No, if you didn't took a book in college or in high school, that's your brain. You know. Hey, I, I gotta I go mean, to work. <laughs> in this era, we'd be like, if you haven't take a plane ticket and go out and actually visit the world, honey, I can explain you. We all don't, we, you know, we actually don't look the same. There's a lot no. of variety in this world. And, and you don't, you don't need to, you know, put me in a box. Just, I am Latina. I am Jessica. Oh, you want to, I tell you, I'm Hollywood. I have a job, but I want to say it's a famous TV show. Mm -hmm. And they call me and I literally almost cursed the guy out in a politely way. I tell you why. So he called me, he's like, hey, Jessica, I'm trying to book you for a job in this huge TV show. I'm going to say the name. I said, what do you consider yourself? He asked me that question <laughs> because I'm trying to book this role. I said to the guy, I, I am what you call Afro-Latina. It was like a pause, like, like a silent. Yeah. What is that? He asked me, what is that? And the phone, I go, you know who is Soy Sardana? Soy, she's from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Famous Soy Sardana. Yes. Rosario and, Dawson, all this. Rosario, I just, I double her and I work with her many times. So Rosario Dawson, Soy Sardana, that's what they are, Afro-Latinas. Yes. He goes, do you consider yourself black? I said, yes and no. Cause that's a stupid question. I'm like, what are you, yes, it, you know, and I feel that they come with that to in, in terms of trick you or make you, you know, towards the narrative, like you don't accept it yourself. You don't accept it. What is that upset? I have to accept everything. I have white, just, I have, just I, like I have black, just like I have indigenous. Yes. What exactly. is that to accept? Yeah. So, so do you want me to accept so, one thing? Yeah. And I was kind of upset and I'm like, well, yes and no. I'm Afro-Latina, so yes, I'm black, 
But at the same token, I'm Latina because I speak Spanish and I come from a Latin country. It was a silent. You know what happened? Because I find everything. They hired a girl that was light-skinned like me, but she was pure. It's funny because the girl looked like my twin, but she was pure African-American and they hired her. You see what I'm saying? And I'm like, it's unfair, but they, it's, it's they, just, they just wanted it as simple as possible. See? They just yeah. wanted no communication. They wanted light-skinned, cute chick for that part. And I didn't check that box of 100% Afro-American. And I'm like, I love that job. I feel, you know, that we need to start accepting how we look. Yeah. And love, and I think this is gonna this is gonna be different when we all actually accept and stood your ground and say, you know what, I'm defending my roots. I can't tell you that I am only Afro because I am not. If I'm telling that I'm only Afro, I am I am denying all my family members who are, you know, Spanish descendant white. Like yeah. if if you go to to a a, a party a, a Latino party you're gonna see people as dark as Kevin and as light as yeah as light as my boyfriend and it's just like from everywhere first cousins and you're like what is but that is Latinos that's what yeah. we are we have yeah. all of this like my mother is for this indigenous community from inside the mountains of Colombia. You know what I mean? My father, he was black and white and have some indigenous of himself. My father, my father used to have green eyes, like the greenest yeah. big eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, so do you want me to sit over here and tell you like, oh, you know, I am, I am only Afro. And then yeah, my indigenous, and then my family members from my mom's side, they're gonna be like, what? Yeah. What are you, so who are we? And then from my dad's side, they're gonna be like, what is going on here? Yeah. But they don't, they, they want here in America, just put you in one box. You either yeah. black or you either white. And if you are oh. Latino, you have to be looking like a Mexican Latino. Yeah, like, thank you. Like Sama Hayek. Yeah, because if you don't look like a Mexican Latino, then I can put you over here because yeah, you're not exactly. Latino. So yeah. what? I remember, I remember uh, Sofia Vergara speaking about this, that it was so hard for her to get into Hollywood because when she starts for auditions and she will try to get Latinas, she, they were, you know, she's blonde. She's, I don't know, you know what she did? Because I know. She dyed her hair. She's naturally blonde. She's naturally she blonde, yeah. Eyes. And she has to make her hair. So you notice when she started that TV show, yeah. she got darker hair. Yes. The more fame she got, she said, I don't care. This is I'm who I am. Latina. It's who I am. And now she's like, gorgeous blonde again because mm -hmm. Hollywood okay I'm gonna tell you a little secret about me tell when me. I moved from Miami to LA my natural hair is light and my country I am what it calls Hava uh -huh. that is like a very light-skinned person uh -huh. with actually blonde hair and you have kinky curly hair but you have blonde hair so when I moved to LA with my I have pictures I can even show it to you blonde <laughs> hair I got no auditions nothing and you know what i did i never forget i went to cbs i bought a box of black color and look i can never change it they would not accept it it's so exactly. sad that we have to do this all that by hair color is it's you know it's crazy it's yeah. crazy but there is a huge stereotype when it comes to latinos it's almost like 
our Afro descendants heritage, we have to forget or we don't qualify. It's like, yeah. and then you talk and the, the things like hasn't happened to you. Like I, I, you know, I have an, an African-American lady approached me and then, but you don't fit quite with her. So you don't quite black, right? Oh, we can talk about that in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, okay, Kevin. So like, you like, asked me before about how Alana, for us Afro-Latina is very tough in Alana because what you said, uh -huh. African-Americans, they don't accept you. They no. go, you're not black enough. You're not one of those. You know what? Mm -mm. You're, you're, you're black not enough. one of us. You don't suffer from the same things. You don't have, look at your hair, look at your faction. Like, I can change that. That's who, that's who we are. Right? And I'm, and, and it's just, it's just a sad way to, you know, I'm like, we just humans, we just love each other. And the skin color, the way somebody looks has nothing to do with their heart and how they treat people, you know? Absolutely, I hundred mean? percent. So tell me something, Jessica, what has been the most challenging thing while inside the industry? While I already booking, while I already working on a project like uh, have you experienced anything different or traumatic during uh, the film of a show of a movie well what you're talking about in the terms of being a woman and the terms that how i prepare physically my body in, a t in the terms of being a woman in the terms of being hispanic yes i tell you why i work in some few shows that they will call me the brown lady the brown lady that that would be credited, you'd be credited like your role character name would be. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the people that I sometimes work with. Okay. Uh, they would just, oh, you're brown or some stuff like that, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Uh, sometimes because of the job, I would say it's 90% guys, and I would be the only female part of that. The toughest thing you can do, you're a woman, you gotta act tough, you cannot be pretty. Oh, you're gonna be pretty. They because make you're dumb. You're, yeah, and you're a woman. And because we do the action, you're supposed to be tough. You cannot be feminine. Oh, oh, I used to get, I still get it. You're too pretty to be a stunt person, or you too. I was a stunt coordinating, which is almost like a director, and I coordinate a lot. Uh, and I used to get, oh wow, you you're one of the prettiest stunt coordinators I ever worked with. And I go, how how are we supposed to look? Like, can, can you explain that a little more to me? Uh, and I'm supposed to look different because I'm not a guy, I'm a woman and I happen to be attractive. Uh, or I'm supposed to walk like a dude. Hi, how are you? My name is Jessica. <laughs> uh, it's not, I'm sorry. but I'm just telling you how I go through it. And I'm like, yeah. And it changed me a lot, even my personality, because when I, I, I go to work, it's very machismo, macho. Yeah, very macho oriented. Macho, and I'm the only chick, and I have to be a little strong in my personality. Hi, my name is Jessica Medina. You know who I am. And go and jump out of a car or out of a freaking window for whoever I was doubling. Doubling for. And go home and cry, because, you know, I've, they made me feel some kind of way. So it's, it's, Hollywood's already tough, and uh, but being a woman is 18 million times. So when you, when you started uh, start coordinating, um, 
Like how many other just women, period, were stunt coordinators that you knew of at the time? Good question. Um, no many, because this is such a male dominated. job. Nominated that only 90% of stunt coordinators in Hollywood are guys. So when a woman like me, and I tell you a secret, I was bullied no long ago by two other guys. And I said to myself, you know what they're bullying me? Wrong ass man and their fifties. Because I'm brown, I'm Latin, and I'm a woman. And 90% of their jobs is by guys. So when you go in the credits and you see a big movie and you go into the credits stunts, check now. This is so awful. You know why? Because we are not talking to an amateur. I'm, I'm, I'm here looking at my phone and this is a woman that has an extensive, extensive career that you have like Black Adam, Suicide, oh, the Oval, the Girl, the Girl, uh, Reminiscence, Cross, I mean, Ben, it's like one, two, all of these are hits. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Over, I total over a hundred oh, movies. Oh my God, I don't have time to, it's, I, I can go on and on, bad boys, girls get away. We are talking about major film for somebody who have broken into the industry to still be questioned. Oh yeah, big time. This is sickening. Oh yeah, still to today I have bullying by men, by grown men bullying me because I'm doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. So insecure. And you would think with somebody with your resume, oh, no. it would be easier for you as mm -hmm. the more work you've got. Oh, yes. no. Actually, it's the opposite because people, when they see somebody, they're like, what you said, Tutti, we don't fit in their boss, in the box. Mm -hmm. Not a guy, we're not a man, we're a woman, and then we're laughing and we mix. It's like, how could you be a woman and how could you be Latin and attractive and do a job that 95% men do? You're not supposed to do that. And then Jessica Medina comes in and I'm like, says who? You tell me otherwise. That's the, that's the way I, it's like, I put my, my foot forward and it's like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? What did you want me to do? You want me in the kitchen cooking you dinner every day? Yes, or, or, or being the mate. Yes, or do you want the me mate. to what? To let myself go and go cry and, and, tell, and tell you a sad story that I am an immigrant, that I came here illegally, that I do all of this. Yes. Like, what did you expect me to be? Do you want me to, like, can we like stand up for ourselves and work hard to achieve something and accomplish something the right way? Yes. If that is something that bothers you, if that makes you uncomfortable, yes. so my success and my confidence makes you uncomfortable. How yes. sad. How it, sad is that? It is, though. It is just a very, and that's your answer, Kevin. Thank you. That was a good answer, that question. <laughs> yes, it's just sad, though. Right, thank you. <laughs> how this, how this, I mean, how this little bug of acting came out? You oh, started oh. in Miami because you used, you used to, you, uh, when you came, when you left Dominican Republic and came to the U.S. and how this okay, transition I, started? I left the, the Dominican Republic in 1995. Mm -hmm. uh, my father uh, put the papers and we all flew to Puerto Rico. So we stay in Puerto Rico 
because that's what we do. We stay there for like five years. And then from Puerto Rico, uh, I moved to Miami. And Miami, I did a bunch of stuff with Telemundo. I modeled. All that fun nonsense to start. Mm -hmm. And I told uh, Kevin that I worked. I went to visit a friend that has an acting part in Bad Boys, the first one. And when I got there, the director showed me. He's like, you, come and stay here. And I'm like, it's like over 100 people. And I'm like, "What, what am I doing? And it was like a background job and it, it just happened. So after that, I started taking classes with Sofia Vergara, teacher nice. in Miami. And from there, I'm like, you know what? I think I like this. I think I'm going to pursue and this. I lived many years in Miami, like 14 years. I literally grew up there, went to school there, have a family there. Then from there, I moved to LA and that's when my career started but i was an actor first like my first movie i did with forrest whitaker acting part and then i was a series regular uh with uh robin gibbons uh-huh. that that show canceled and then i was always very active because i used to be a dancer in la and michael j white he's an actor he's like hey jess i think you you would do great doing stunts and I'm like, doing stunts? What is that? Just come and check it out. And I started training with the stunt community because it's a small community. And I did an audition for a big commercial, picking up and punching somebody. And I booked it. And that's how my career from there just... That was the big boom. That, that was, was the big... You started yeah. from a punch. Yep, from a punch. <laughs> Actually, they make me a lot of money, though. Yes. So, yeah. okay, okay. How much money did you make punching someone well that that could be many very like if you work in a movie for a whole month that's a big check that could be over time like i work on with jason momoa and we can um sweet girl in 2019 we work a month i don't know i think i took 25 30 g's we everything pay hotel nice bar and yeah Lord, you, have mercy. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's good money to make if you're smart you invest you save your money uh that was a good check um i work in suicide squad for two weeks that was thirteen thousand. net that was, was the first that was uh the, the first one no no the last one now the, yeah. the latest one with the with the shark yeah and i sing and i did some stunts i did two because i used to be a singer too Nice. So I was doing. She's such a Latina, you see. We we what we call in space <laughs> multifaceticos. We have a little Exacto. bit of everything. Bailamos, cantamos, hacemos de todo. En cocinamos, and we cook too. Entendemos al esposo y todo eso. That's it. Yeah. yeah we, so that, it's, it's a good profit uh, job, but it's very dangerous, Kevin. I I broke uh, my mouth. I burned my face one time. That was my that was my next question. You know, yes. Being, so. Stop very dangerous. Tell me, dangerous. tell me a, a time that you were like really, really scared because it's really common in some. Let me be honest. Okay. People that get when Black hurt. Adam. Black Adam. That's I did the movie in two thousand and I think it was two thousand and twenty with The Rock. It's a two two hundred million dollar movie. 
So one of my friends there, he's one of the bike coordinators. He's like, hey, Jess, uh, I want to hire you. But they don't tell you when you're doing these big movies, they don't tell you what it is into you there. So when I go there, first of all, when you're making, uh, when you work in $200 million movies, everything is super high class. And I remember that I got there and they took me into this big expensive room and the designers came and started putting, okay, we're gonna, and I'm like, what's going on? What, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. It was that I was supposed to double Cyclone, that she's the main superhero with mm-hmm. the rock. So that was a big deal. And um, so the stunts, I broke my hip. I literally broke my hip. Wow. Like, oh. and I'm still, it's, I'm still a little sore about it. And it was the most dangerous thing. Even my husband know like that I ever done in my career. After that, I'm like, you know, and that's why I'm pursuing more directing and stunt coordinator and I'm letting stunts, you gotta pay me a lot of money. I'm talking about a lot for me to go ahead and do that job okay. again. Like Breaking a hip that's a major thing in the recuperation is is extensive too. It, well, like I did tear you surgery. Do you, no, yes. thank God. No, no, thank God. But I tear my hip, but I had I was limping for like it's funny because I was limping so bad that after that I went on vacation to Miami with my family and I was limping and I told my family, I gotta see a doctor because I, I'm in pain and I got a shot, like a cortison shot. But I still, my, my hips still tear. So as much money as you make is very dangerous. So I don't, I don't recommend it. Did you feel safe when you, I mean, do you think that the industry have actually a space where this type of uh, career can be, you know, performing a safe environment? Do you feel safe when you, uh, when you, you know, exposing yourself, for example, you know, um, in movies like Fast and Furious, you know, these movies are like, or Mission Impossible, you know, these movies that require like really dangerous stunts. Okay, but do they feel safe? Do you feel safe well, doing something like the, that? The thing is, the, we call it the pen of the stunt team you work. Like if I know that stunt group, because in the stunt Hollywood planet, uh, we have like, like groups, like the, we know each, like I'll give you an example. The people did uh, Keanu Reeves, what was the name of the movie? Um, Matrix? No, no, the other one that he always do with the dogs. Um, oh, wait. You know what I'm talking about? I know. I can't believe I can't think of his name. The, the one, well, no, no. The, well, every big movie always have like a stone, a stone team that maybe we know each other. Mm-hmm. If I work with you before and I know how safe you are, I don't have to worry, but you always need to be check of your surroundings that everything is safe but nothing in life yeah nothing in life is guaranteed i know so anything can happen it's just just, you just gotta every time i I do a stunt i pray to god i say you know i want to get back to my home and eat my sushi don't let me die and uh it always works don't wait yeah don't wait so yeah, that's the that thing of, of that movie. I know all those guys. I've worked out with those guys. I've worked with those guys. So I know that team. It's like a little family. Uh, Everybody takes care of each other. Yeah, we're family. So we know, I feel, 
80% say, but you, you can never control what can happen. Yeah. Because anything can happen. You can you think that something is safe and then it's a calculating risk. It is. Yeah, look, uh, that kind of like brings me back to, you know, what happened in in Mexico with one of the uh, one of the Baldwin's brothers. Is the uh, New Mexico the film, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What well, was in Mexico? New Mexico. Where was that? New, New Mexico. Mexico. New Mexico. So, was, so yeah, that was you know very. Yeah, sad. but that was that was a mistake that couldn't have if they would have hired the people they were supposed to hire. And unfortunately, they did not, and that's what happened. You know, um, unfortunately, she uh, that uh, was she the DP, the guy. I think yes, he, I think he was a, a a cameraman, a camera lady. Camera, yeah. Uh, I think she was the DP. Was the director got her? She was the DP. Yeah, she was. Yes, yeah, I, I think the, I think the 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 project all go went through her, and then he the director. Yes, and he him. And unfortunately, yeah, but but everything, anytime you're making a movie, you know, you never know, you know, what can happen. But you always have to look at your surroundings and make sure you're safe and pray. I want to have, I want to, I have another question for you. Okay. Because it's something that I get and I see your energy, I'm feeling your energy and you're just so like me. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's almost like, it's you know, my friends always when? say, I right. My friends always say it's like you know you never put two on speaker because she can she can come up with anything. Anything can come out of that. Anything can happen. Anything yeah. can happen. So have you ever gone to a project and have you have people saying hey no you need to calm down like you need to be a little more you need to be your personality is too explode you need to be a little more it's like they they want to like outshine overshadow like yes. you need to just oh, you hit you a nerve with that one. You need to be a little more American. You need to be more, yes. you know, yes. I get that all the time. You're too okay. loud. It's yes. too excited. I, I, I can talk about that for, for 10 years. I can talk about that. Let me tell you when I started my career. Okay, this is real stuff. You're gonna love this. <laughs> this is for two things. When I started my career, um, fortunately for me, I'm grateful and thankful that I always have mentors. But I remember when I started my career, I was exactly how I am now, because I don't care, because nobody paid my bills. That's it. But wait, so I started, and this man came to me. He's great, he was one of my mentors, and he said, you know, Jessica, I'm gonna tell you something. And he goes, um, you're very Latina. He says, he looked at me, you're gonna be very successful. So he was giving me the good vibe because he can he saw my future. Yeah. I'm telling you, that was like 10 years ago. So he goes, but you have three problems against you. When you do action movies, you're too here. I want you to take that here and turn it now so like suppress and if I tell you that when I go to work in Hollywood, I'm not like this, I'm not like this. This is me in Hollywood. Hi, my name is Jessica Medina. How are you? Monotone. Uh, you see? How are you feeling? Because they cannot take this. They cannot take, oh yeah, Dale. They, I feel that America has a huge problem with people being genuine and being who they truly are. I high face it all the time. 
with every like every interaction it's like you are you're very Latina. you're loud. too loud you're too you know what happens like we are raised in a way that you know there's no there's no passive aggressiveness yes. we feel and i think the way i was raised like i feel and i it's fair for me to let kevin know how i feel so if we have an issue he knows exactly how to go about it but america is very comfortable of being like this like yeah. so such a they have this like southern girl be such a southern girl and just yeah. like but is that even living like are you getting the experience of actually hanging out with somebody who's genuine and here so let me ask you both this yeah this is both you maybe mm -hmm. you can relate so have you all like had a co like a co-worker and they may see you out and it's like they have this completely different like aspect of who you are no actually when i'm around my real friends they know who i am you see what i mean like if you know my friend i don't care i really whatever you see <laughs> i can answer that question Kev, by telling you um i have bowed to myself to be and i am raising a daughter in america and i bow to myself to be myself in Colombia, we say, cuesteme lo que me cueste, to all costs. You know why? Because I am not going to compromise my identity for, to make anybody feel comfortable. If, it, there's, if, it, if, it, if, there's, if it, there's something that you think that I won't be able to enter because of my personality, let me prove you wrong. I'm willing to do that. But I am not going to change myself to enter any environment. So at work, you can talk and they can tell you, oh, yes very straightforward my friends know exactly who i am and, and who they're dealing with and it's something that i think that is it's okay for us to let people know exactly who we are you know and and, and cut up the expectation of that tame you know yes tame oh. person like contrive subjugai yes in our woman I did that though. I yeah, did that, that, that Latina. It's like it's something that I when I came to this country, I'm like, this is wild. These people have a completely wrong perception of what a, a Latina woman looks like. I don't know what shows or what narrative they've been, you know, creating here in America. But let me show you an example of what true Latinas are. We are, we are, you know, forward-thinking women. We're strong. We are you know aggressive we vary you know <laughs> but in a, I, I take that in a way in a kind of way because they have this perception of oh you're jumpy you're very loud you're very no you she's genuine she's a fighter she is a go-getter if you if you if you're playing with her she's gonna be your ride or die you know? and only that as latinas we have we have been raised to overcome everything and stay classy and stay a woman because that's another thing that you know if you if you're strong you have to be you have to be i don't know like masculine or like bossy or, or bossy no 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 that's not or, or if you take care of your house that's another thing like if if you are hispanic i was you know raised the way that you know you take care of your family you are going to be a professional you're going to overcome and you're going to do whatever you need like i was raised by a single mom so it's like, you tell me what I cannot do and I show you, Ron. I'm willing to do that. 
but yeah. are you not gonna compromise myself? And yes, we are capable of knowing cooking, stay in shape, be a professional, being a, well, a director, the, the executive is, producer, be whatever we want. And want. how how and who are you to tell me otherwise? Let yeah. me show you. Totally agree. Totally. Let me show you. But in, in my side of my business in Hollywood, unfortunately for me, I have to do that. I have to turn myself from like how to call it going from 100% to, can you, can you be like a 40% in, in between me and you? I have to do it uh, a lot. And I still do it though. So when I go on a set, I'm super quiet. I don't talk much. I do my action. Either I'm stone creator and directing. And uh, after I'm going home then, I took the hat and I'm myself. You know what I mean? I can be myself. Uh, it's just in full sad. Jessica mode. A hundred percent, and no shame about it. You know what I mean? Uh, but my it. friends know that. That's unfortunately it. Hollywood always tried to put you on a box. Yes, for us. Uh, or the best I ever had was when I started. <coughs> Sorry, as a Latin, you always like to dress sexy. You know? How yes, yes. So, but they have a problem with that. When I started my career, they go. You know, Jess, you should dress less provocative. Oh yeah, I have that one too. And I'm like, why? And did you because get that, that more you in Cali? Did you get that more in California or in Atlanta? I actually that happened to me in Atlanta. Wow. I tell you why. When I moved to Atlanta, <coughs> sorry, I had to meet with the, my stone groups. So it was this guy. And I went to a meeting, like a meet and greet to start meeting all the stunt performers. That was 2015. And it's funny because I like wearing like cute little jumpsuits like that. This is like a whole pan. Mm -hmm. And, but they're cute, you know, they're cute. And they have a little open, you can see my apps and whatever. And I had this man tell me, he came exclusively to tell me this. He goes, you know, Jess, um, you were a little too provocative. Next time, don't wear those things. Kills me to hear this, Kevin. I swear. Oh, no. I know. I, 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 I literally see the fire in both of y'all's eyes. Oh, yeah. Just I go. I said, why? You can see my, in case you can see my brain to my nostrils. Yeah, and I go, why? Like, well, because you're a very attractive girl. And when you come to the meetings, you make people, listen to this one, uncomfortable. So, Look, you're going to tell me. Abs, I'd be showing them off too. No, <laughs> let me tell you something, Kev, to that. So, and this is very common. What she's telling you is very common here in America. I am coming from a country that everybody has curves and it's everybody hot. Everybody's like, you go to the beach and it's, it's there. You know, this is where we are. Nobody cares. Nobody so cares. You tell me that I can, I cannot wear this dress because you have a, a wandering eye co-worker and I'm triggering him. So you're going to tell me that I have to down myself, uh, what you call double it down. Because you wonder why creeper over there is activated. Really? What yes. do you take what do you take care of your wonder why creeper over there? So you don't have to worry about the way I dress yeah. because I feel awesome. Because yeah. I like this fit. Because you know what? Because I work out like hell at the gym for these apps. Yeah. No, so, and it, it's a very common thing to uh, for us women in Hollywood. Oh, that was another thing. When I moved from Miami. I was between me and you guys and everybody. I was 140. <laughs> Listen to this. I was 140 
when I moved from Miami, eating rice, you know, eating all the good oh stuff. Oh my God, the rice and the beans the and all of this, beans. girl, I can't. Plantains. And I moved to LA, I never forget. I went to an audition and the casting director told me, I never forget this. She says to me, you're a beautiful girl, but you're fat. A <gasps> hundred, that was, that was a long time. It was like 15 years ago. I was, and I'm five seven. And she goes, you have to lose 20 pounds. Listen, that's LA. And because Hollywood only have two types of people. You either skinny or you're fat. Or you're either like a comedian, you know. <laughs> what? Yes. I'm serious though. This is real. And I was younger. I never forget this. And did you know that I never forget I killed myself? And I lose 25 pounds. I did. Oh and now, did you get that in Atlanta as well? Yes, actually. But a little less. Actually, LA was still like that. But yes. Yeah. It's sickening. But well, from both sides, now that I'm fit and skinnier now, skinny, I have an agent in Atlanta. I fire her ass. Remember? Fire her. Because <laughs> she says to me, you're too skinny. You're in the South. I, I look at that and I'm like, I'm never going to make you guys happy. If I'm too skinny because I'm too skinny. If I'm too fit because I'm too fit. How? If, if I am too light skin, then I, I am, I am too not black skin. enough. And if I'm, if, if, if I'm too black enough, then you're not Latina. And then what do you want from me? What World. do you want? You want me to be what? Exactly. Tell so you know what? Do what? You want. And I fire her. I got an amazing agent now. She loved me just who I am. She loved me. Her name is uh, Janet. She's the greatest. Hello, Janet. Hi, Hi Janet. Janet. Yeah, she's the best. And she's my number one support. It's, nice. you know, she loved me for who I am. So nice. let me ask you this. Um, it seems like there's always this kind of tightrope of you've got to be too this or too that, too big, too small. And you're dealing with this from your work life. And yes. you're probably even dealing with this just even in your day-to-day life. So it is just days that like, how do you decompress from all of it? Because I can imagine it being overwhelming. Okay, like for example, yesterday, you know what I did? I went to a full day spot. Nice. I told my guy, I see you later in five hours. And, he <laughs> at me, and I went to like a Korean spot. I love me. those Korean spots. Yes. They scrub and you, I right? The one that they scrub you completely yes. from the toe? Yes, and then they give you like a. It shows I know nothing about this. They, yeah, massage, they, they massage their head. Oh, everything. I'm drooling right now. So when I want to do that, and, and my guys is understanding from my career, I do that. Oh, I love I love to travel alone, just me and my thoughts. No work. I don't want nobody to call me for jobs. I need to take a break, and it's just you and your family. And and because okay, even now. I went to eat with my husband at a restaurant a week ago. We eating, my family, we eating. I go home because I have like 100,000 followers in Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I, one of my videos in TikTok when, how do you call that? Viral. Like Viral, Viral yeah. Five million, whatever. So I'm eating. After we're done, I come home. And this guy in Instagram said, hi, Jessica. Was, was that you? And so and so restaurant with your family. 
I go, yeah, that was me. Oh yeah, I saw you. I was the guy with the long hair and I wanted to come and say hi, but were you? And I'm like, so I told my husband, he's like, that's weird. <laughs> I go, I guess that's what it is when people start getting to know who you are, which of is course. A, little, a little weird to me, but um, that's what we do. You're still getting adjusted. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, you're getting a little adjust and, and stuff. Yeah. Kevin and I have a joke that he, he, you know, he always says like, do you look at your DMs? And I'm like, no, because Instagram is not real. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I, can I be honest? I used to, I don't do it anymore. No, I, I don't. I, I, I don't. We have, I'm starting to think the DMs is a more pleasurable experience for men. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, yeah. like, do you look in like, no, because I feel that. Cause I quite enjoy looking real. at my DMs. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy I, that experience. I try not to because my, my DMs are no fun anymore. I get a lot of creepy people. Oh. And then, yeah, and then I did a video. That's a nice way to say it. Yeah, I get, you know what I'm talking about, Tutti. Oh, uh, trust me, I do. But also, too, I Your get a lot of pretty nice. much says, yeah. Oh. What you said? Tutti's eyes says, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, you know God. what I'm talking about. But also, oh. too, the good thing is I also get the the good people, the people that support you, the people that love your stuff, they love your work. And those ones I read, and sometimes I will respond, but that's dangerous too, because if you respond, then you, you get attached. Then they, no, they, 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 they get attached and they start, you know, following, like I did that once with, you know, yes. with my, wait, my, I have a Tell with Tootie uh, Instagram and I post all my stuff over there. And then one, one lady was like, oh my God, I need to do you. I love your stuff. And, blah, blah, blah. and it was like a girl. I thought it was cool or whatever. So I asked her, oh, thank you so much. And like, just like me being like, oh my God, thank you. Thank like, you. Thank you. She was trying to add me on my personal account and she was like sending me DMs and I'm like, ah, She's a, she made a friend now. I know, She's like, and I'm like, I'm scared. Are you going to kill me? I know, no, you gotta, you gotta really, well, my guy is like, don't respond to those. I get every day. So you, and, and I, and I see them and I'm not, I don't even open it. Like, I'm like, don't but you just see the request over there. Like the request is just, yes. I'm like, you know, it's just it's tense. If no. the request comes with an image, just let just keep moving. Yeah, I know. I, I don't. I, I learned that the hard way too. And it's um, it's cool that people start noticing you and notice your words and 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 feel um represented by what you do yes. and encourage and all that. That's an amazing. That's an amazing experience. And you be able to put that out there and people be an inspiration for people. That's great. But when when it's crossing the line and and start getting like really personal, like oh oh like i you know i am very yeah. outgoing but i get a little scared too because i have yeah that's little, why i don't couple I of stalkers yes like that's I scary i post something i posted the day after because people are just they get a little like they know you like your best friends i'm like no. i don't like that yeah, it's just Kevin. Ke Kevin can tell you he he managed also my my Facebook account. I'm like, I don't want to look at that. You look at that. <laughs> so it's it's weird that uh to see, I guess there's a guy what women get, oh. and their little messages. So it's like, oh wait, we do things like this. Oh yeah. yeah. He's, he told me oh. the other day. It's like, oh, you know what? I that's crazy. That that inbox is crazy over there. It's like you're looking at. Like, that. I never realized how bold some of us men are. Oh, oh yeah, we get, oh my God, I get things like, I will fly you in and I will, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is, 
I, 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 I talk about this. I'm too. waiting to get that DM. Ah, you know what? I talk about this. Oh, there was a guy. I actually talked in another, another of my podcasts. There was a, a guy. It was a younger guy. And he uh, uh, DM me. He was telling me. He was following me, my, my account. And he was telling me that he was in San Francisco. That he wanted to see me. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay. I mean, you, I'm busy. Like, I don't know you. And he's yeah. like, well, what about if I send you a picture? You, you, you will change your mind. So like, do not send me any appropriate picture <laughs> because you send me something inappropriate. I will like, I, by then I have like 15,000 followers by then. And I, I will put you in my story. You know, the little kid didn't care. He sent me an inappropriate picture. I took a screenshot Oh, and I posted it on my story and I talked the heck out of him. And then I remember my friends was like, what are you posting that for? And I'm like, because he freaking deserve it. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I had it for like, like two hours and then I took it off because, you know, I didn't want my, you know, my family. You don't want to get banned or nothing. No, yeah. And then my family making a big deal. You know, guys are just intense. They're getting intense when they like what they like and, uh, Listen, I appreciate a, a good fan. I'm like, this is for the good fans out there, you know. And uh, for the not good creepy fans, uh, those ones, they get a little, it's just um, interesting. That's, like that's, did, a, that's, again, nice way to say it. Yes. Get like, interesting. Like, I did a video with another friend of mine, and that video got, like, 5 million. I don't know where is that video. And it was part of, like, a website. I was just talking about stunts. I didn't say much, but do you know that I'm still getting from those fans? It's millions of people. Hey, when are you coming back in that show? I'm like, how do you remember? I think I said two lines in that show too. We're like, yeah, you're the one with the green outfit. I remember you got this green superhero outfit, Jess. I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> people get a little intense. You definitely made an impression. Yeah, you know, and yeah, it's just, it's, it's just great. It's great. All of this is great. When you had the exposure, it's great. And like I said, you know, the inspiration, but it, you know, they have to be a boundary because, you know, she's a person, you know, and, yeah, and she's, yeah. and, and, you know, she has her privacy and she has a, a, she has a persona on, you know, on the small screen, on the big screen, but she is a person with her own identity and her own privacy and, 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 you know, we get intimidated and it's a lot of things happening out there. Before I wrapped up, I want to, for you to tell me about your movie and about oh. this amazing, amazing project that you have, that you directed. And first of all, you don't even know how amazingly proud that makes me because I see you and I see me, my energy, my determination, my drive, my, and being able to, you know, being from another place and stand over here in this huge monster of country when everybody is like, you know, tagging amongst each other and, you know, and then you find a space and you say, you know what? I'm a groundbreaker. I don't care. Yeah. And I'm going to do it, and I'm going to make it, and I'm going to make it fantastic. Tell everybody about your project. Okay, so I have a friend. She's a producer, Bridget Bentley. She's awesome. She Hi, Bridget. A, yes. Hi, Bridget. And she's, she does stunts, too. So she got a guy director. And, you know, us friends, we're talking, and she's like, oh, Jess, I think I got to fire that director. I have this Latin movie with all Latin cast. English and Spanish. And I go, oh my God, that's great. She goes, I would like you to come 
and be one of the actors. And I'm like, well, she knows that I'm always busy. She, and she's like, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But she was having some issues with that director. And she goes, what if you direct this movie? I go, you know, you already a stone coordinator, which is very similar, but it's a little more intense because you're the full-blown director of the whole movie. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Yes. I say yes. I have my DP, my first ID. Uh, I met all the actors. And I still have to pinch myself that I direct. And I'm not going to lie to you, Tutti and Kevin. I was nervous. I was shaking. Of course. I'm like, that's a big deal. And I'm like, I went to the set. I got the people supporting me behind me, my AD, uh, Eric. He was the best. He was like my second hand in the DP. And we did a football movie named The Oasis, which they're editing right now. And it was the best, most fulfilled experience I ever had in my career. And after this one, I'm going to continue to follow into directing and executive producing more movies. I have a script that I wrote. Uh, yes, full-blown cast, Latin cast too. And I'm working with all the producers to make this movie in the Dominican Republic. It's a big what? budget movie. Yes, yes. And I'm going to produce and direct as well. And um, it's for hope for the best. And I think it's great that with everything you do, like it, and much time you've been in this industry, you still get nervous doing yes. certain things. If I don't get, look, I get emotional. If I don't get nervous, uh, I, I like that energy because it keeps me grounded, Kevin. It keeps me um, excited about the future. Like, it's never good when you like, oh, it's just another, another movie. It's another 100 million movie. No, actually, I like that, that, that feeling. This is just keeping me grounded. And that proves you, just to wrap up, that proves you right there that everything, it does no matter where you're coming from or what narrative the world is reading around you or how you look or how you preserve as a culture itself. When you have a dream, when you have an aspiration, when you have a drive for something, do it. That's no matter what people have to say or if they want enclosure in something. You know what? You do it. Because I always say it's better for me to prove you wrong than for me to get and hide in a corner because you have a narrative about me. How I feel, and, I, and, and with this, I let you go. You don't want to feel that you're 85 years old and you're bed dead. And then when you look at your life back, you yes. go, wow, I did everything in my life that I wanted. And that's what I want to do. And just, and also bring my Latin people together as a community that we can be many things, that we can be the lawyer, we can be yes. the owner of a big company, we can be yes. the CEO. We, don't, we only cannot be the main, we can do so many things. Exactly, exactly. You know, you know it's, it's something that I, uh, I wanna make people aware and I don't have like enough time in my life to dedicate to make people aware that, you know, not all Latinos are immigrants, everybody. Not all Latinos are uneducated and immigrant. Not all Latinos uh, are cleaning houses. Amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's such a novel and amazing work, but not all of us are in the field. Not all of us. You know, there's 
a huge community of entrepreneurs, people that yeah. don't come from money because there's something about a Latino is that we, we work hard, hard for what we want. So there's yes. a huge, a big community that is legal in this country, is paying taxes, is oh, yeah. hard. Is paying taxes, that's for sure. Absolutely. Girl. Amen. Yeah. I'm in California, in the Bay Area. Let's oh yeah, them. I know, I know. Which the gas enough. is $6, almost 7 you guys. Yeah. Yes. That yeah. is awful. So if you know that narrative, that we are one thing and not the other, please, please guys. It's like, let's not do that. You know, Jessica, I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of your heritage. I love the way you look. I love your fitness. I love your hair. I love your features. I love your positivity and your vibrant personality. I am so extremely proud of all the things that you've done, the groundbreaking things that you've done. And I share you with my followers and with my listeners as an inspiration of what we here are meant to do. We are here to live our best life, to do it powerfully, to do it honorably, and live our life. You yes. know what? Write your own story, girl. You go. Thank you so, so Write much. Write and direct that story. Yes! Thank right you! <laughs> if you need something, you, Kevin. If, you, if you need somebody explosive, you know where to find me. <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening and thank you for joining us remember that you can see us in all major major podcast streams awesome. so come and listen to us to tell us to podcast and amazon music uh you know i have radio spotify everywhere we were here to share our story thank, thank you, you so much jessica you're you freaking amazing thank you, you, you Kevin and Susie. los quiero oh, bye. Ah, bye, bye everybody